together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 21. In the Gospel of Matthew chapter 21, Jesus has just entered Jerusalem and he went into the temple to cleanse it. And in the process of cleansing, people ask him, by what authority are you doing this? And obviously, we know that he is doing it as the Son of God. And immediately after that cleansing, he says to them, Sparrows have a home, foxes have holes, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay down his head. And then there are people who are willing to follow him, but they give excuses. Others say, let me go and bury my father. Others say, let me go and do something in the garden. But Jesus seems to be wanting an undivided attention. In today's gospel, it's a little bit different. The householder being God has planted a vineyard being us. And so when the Lord planted the vineyard being us, he put a hedge to protect us and he provided for us to produce and to be the best. So there are two principles. The first one is God who is in charge of our lives. Who provides, who gives us, who nourishes us, who protects us. But at the same time, who has an expectation. There's something that he wants from us. There's something that he demands from our lives. Often we say, who I am is a gift from God. Who I become is my gift back to God. But we can also look at this from our own human experiences. Some of us have been blessed by God with children. The Lord has given you a child because the Lord believes in you. There is something inside of you and only you can have that that will help your baby, your child to be the best. While the Lord has given you all the blessings, all the graces, the Lord expects and demands the results at the end of the day. What kind of children will I bring in the presence of God when the time of reckoning comes? What about those people who come into our lives? The friends that we keep. 
Some of us are in positions of influence. Where people come to us in trust, whether they be friends or colleagues, where they say certain things to you in confidence. How influential am I, but how do I help them to reach their full potential? How do I allow them to grow to be the best that God wants them to be? St. Paul uses an interesting word. How edifying are my words? How are they helping you to grow? The third principle that I also find beautiful in this re uh, reading, it's when the householder being God, who had now left the vineyard, sent his servants, he says to them, go and fetch the fruits for the season has come. Those who are the turners, upon seeing those who have been sent, they abuse them, they beat them, they kick them out, and they kill them. There are at least three kinds of friends or friendships that one can have. Some of the friendships that we have are there to test us. And so those kinds of friendships are friendships that brings difficult experiences and difficult moments. They are there to test us. They are there to make us grow probably in our faith, in our prayers, in our spiritualities, but also to grow in ourselves. I often call those friendships seasonal friendships. Sometimes they come strong winds. Sometimes they come scorching sun heat. But in all of these, they want me to go closer to myself and to God. Then there are some friends that I call them beautiful shady friendships. Shady in a sense of the shade that they provide. They provide comfort. They allow me to come to appreciate who I am and how I grow as a person. These are people who affirm you. These are people who celebrate you. These are people who cherishes you. These are people who love you. These are people who accept you. They are all there as a gift from God. Whether shared friends or seasonal friends, all of them are there for our growth. Then there is a fourth element that is a bit dangerous. The householder says, they've killed all my servants, but my son, they know. They will respect him and they will give him what is due to me. I call that my relationship with God. How strong is my relationship to God? Do I see my relationship with God as a give and take? 
Do I see my relationship with God as I only go to Him whenever I am in need? Or do I see my relationship with God as a mutual, lasting friendship? That I will continue to love and serve God even when things are not going my way. We know what happens in the gospel. They see the sun, they kill him. There are two elements that are found or that I can portray as the emotions of God. The first one is disappointment. The second one is anger. Can God be disappointed by my actions? The answer is yes. Why? Because he expected better than what I am giving. Can God be angered by my actions? The answer is yes. Why? Because he is a God of justice. Looking into my own life, have I lived my life to the full? Have I given everything that I can stand in the presence of God and say to Him, I've given you my best. I'm happy with what I can give back to you. If the answer is no, how then do I bounce back? Every day, bit by bit, I make a resolution. Today belongs to God. I take a step closer to Him. And as I take closer to Him, I take a step closer to listening and to answer that which He asks of me. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.